Good morning, Rabbi. Morning, Joe. It looks like you're ready for fun, fun with Legos. Isn't everyone? Speaking of fun, but not letting go on my <laughs> Legos, uh, I recently had a friend who ran into a situation where she was dating a man and found out after the fourth date that he was married, but in an open marriage. And so the question of marriage uh, and monogamy came up in the discussion we were having. And I wondered, I know in Catholicism, monogamy is mandatory. And uh, the Pope says one, one man, one woman, and you can only have sex to make little Catholics. But is that true in Judaism? So I, I also want to add that the church says until death do you part once you marry someone, once you have a partner. And in Judaism, we have divorce because in Judaism, marriage is an agreement between two adults to be like to be partners. And it's not a till death do us part. There are reasons one can institute or apply for divorce. It's acceptable. It's reasonable. And sometimes it makes the most sense. And so Judaism does allow for divorce. Judaism also says that marriage is an agreement between two adults to live together and respect each other. And that's what gets into your question about monogamy. Yeah, I'm having trouble this morning about having one woman and one man together. There is nothing specific in Jewish law. Instead, we go back biblically, men had many wives. This was the whole nature of being a nomadic people, even settling on the land, being semi-nomadic. You had many wives and they, there were different functions. The children had functions. It was almost like a village or a family together. And that's- no, it, wasn't just, it wasn't just Arab cultures where, you know, one sheik and many wives. It was, you could, the Jews had that too. Yes, and it came out of the practical circumstances. If you're nomadic and semi-nomadic, there aren't places to go. There's no Home Depot. There's no Costco. There is no Target or Walmart. So you can't go off and get stuff. So family members would produce what you needed. So your family really became your village. And by being married, there were ties, there were relationships. And that was a guarantee that people wouldn't adulterate the food or destroy the food or do things. It was your family. And there wasn't a competition. Of course, there was some competition, but it was a cultural event. Well, in the Talmud, the rabbis recognized that having multiple wives was part of the Hebrew tradition. However, they recognized that if Jewish people were to live any place in the universe, there may be laws. And they decided on the law of the land is the law, which means if the law of the land is one man, one wife at a time, then you couldn't invoke Jewish law and say, well, Jewish law allows me to have many wives. That's not permitted in Judaism. If the laws in the United States were to change and one could have many wives, Judaism would be perfectly acceptable. Nothing would have to change. The law of the land is the law does not apply when there are certain religious restrictions 
or the law wouldn't allow you to, to, to um, eat kosher food or pray three times a day. If it interfered with, then it, you, it's not invoked. It's not an overlay. But the rabbis recognized a lot of law is social. And it's about living together as a people and community. Why do we drive on the right? Why do we stop at a red light? It's a convention so that we can all live. God did not ordain, because look at England, the United Kingdom and uh, Australia. They, they drive on the other side of the road. So it wasn't ordained by God. We developed certain laws and rules so we could live together peacefully. Borders, all kinds of things. So the government, if the government revoked polygamy, say, I know the Catholics wouldn't change their minds, although United States Catholics have a habit of breaking with the church from time to time. But Judaism would just say, okay, cool. We can go back to having multiple wives. If you wanted to, no one's required. We're not talking. And I've always been fascinated by individuals who don't allow many of us to have free religious choices and somehow demand or think that if there's a, it's allowed, it's a violation or somebody, no, I would choose not to have another wife. I'm fine. So you don't have to have multiple wives. No. And I think that's a big fallacy with a lot of thinking we see in the United States today, that if we allow or have something, then people will be forced to do it. They don't have to. Yeah. For abortion. Don't want to have an abortion. Don't have one. Just because the law permits it doesn't mean you're required to. And so but, the law permits many wives. You're not required. Well, we're talking about marriage now. Monogamy isn't necessarily related to marriage, and it was the start of the question. So say you have a couple, and one of them is Jewish, for the sake of argument, mm -hmm. we'll say the husband, and the wife was raised Christian, Catholic, mm -hmm. or something else, you know, and they decide that they want to have an interfaith relationship, and they get married. Mm -hmm. And you perform the ceremony. And then a year down the road, uh, the, the husband says, well, listen, I see this girl in the office every day and she's really cute and she winks at me and I wink back at her. Hmm? And what would your advice be to that man? I want to sit down with the man and his wife because here you're talking about their relationship and intimacy. And if he's, if he is winking, looking, attracted to someone else, then they have to take a look at their relationship. And what is it? Is it uh, playful flirtatious? It has no meaning. Or does it have some more meaning? It, is their relationship unsatisfying? And that's why we have divorce in Judaism. Because uh, you get together and say, this doesn't work anymore. You're not treating me as a wife should be treated. And you're not behaving respectfully. And I don't want to be married to someone. Then they can have a choice. Behaviors can always change. And I seem to recall we had a conversation where you said it was the duty of the husband to sexually please the wife in a Jewish marriage. Am I got that right? Called conjugal rights. And the wife is entitled 
to have sexual relations with her husband. Now, that doesn't mean if she doesn't invoke the clause that we send in the Jewish police and we make him have sex with her. Again, that I, I hear that argument with other things in our politics. No, that's just stupid. The reality is if she, she is not being satisfied, doesn't feel comfortable, because that's part of the relationship of two uh, human beings in a marriage. It's Jewish law. Remember, it's not just for procreation. It's for satisfaction. It's for intimacy. It's for pleasure. It's a lot of reasons to have sex. And that's why the rabbis acknowledge that if for whatever reason, a husband was so tired, so busy, so much into work, so much into other stuff, he may neglect one of his responsibilities. And then you just want to be aware that you're responsible for a partner. And part of that is sexual. And that's what partners do. So you have to give it the old college try, even if you've been out there on the field for most of the day. My, my answer would be, let's cut back your work hours. Why are you spending your time in, with that which isn't important? And why are you ignoring what is important in a relationship? That would be the question. Well, I got to say, there's one thing I never ignore, and that's your wisdom, Rabbi. So I'm going to make sure that I follow all the rules, Catholic and Christian and Jewish. Jewish. Now I'm messing up my words. Let's try that again. <clears throat> so I'm going to do my best to follow all the rules and fulfill my hub husbandly obligations whenever I can. And uh, I look forward to our future conversations and Hopefully, I'll be able to give you a good report card. And in Judaism, we use the word mitzvah, a commandment, in two ways. There are 613 mitzvot commandments directly from God, but we also use the word mitzvah to mean good deed, doing something that's appropriate. And the rabbis in the Talmud emphasize that having sex on the Sabbath is a mitzvah. Happy Sunday. <laughs>